When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Welcome to the Drake Sports Media Podcast Network. Stories, conversations, and access to everything Drake Athletics. The Drake Bulldogs, the boys' hometown team. Welcome to another Drake Football Podcast powered by Learfield. My name's Chuck Reed. I'm joined as always by head coach Todd Stepsis. A couple of wide receivers joining us today number 83 and number 84 number one in your heart but number 83 and number 84 in the program they are brandon langdock a junior from saint michael minnesota and trey radica a junior from austin texas and they will be joining us in just a minute here but coach um obviously the the final score was not what you wanted but i thought for the first half that's the best football drake's played in quite some time I think probably the the thing that got me the most excited as I look back at it is you know, I can't remember, um, I guess, post-pandemic. You know, you think about the, the spring season and then last fall and this fall where we went down um, early. We answered the very, very next drive to tie it up and then got a stop and then went down and scored again to take the lead. We, have, we just haven't done that. We haven't done that in a really long time. So... 
to see us do that um, really excites me. It, it gets me gets me going because you can see against a really good opponent that, I mean, shoot, Washington State and Indiana had a hard time scoring on them in their games. And to see us do that back-to-back drives, uh, I think just says a lot of the potential that we have. You know, so now, now it's just a consistency issue. And I think really... Um, Anytime you're you're building to something that can be great, which this group can be, and, and these two guys that are here um, on the podcast are, are a big piece of that. Um, that's that's usually the next thing, you know. So, you know, you, you struggle early, um, you find your identity, then it's just becoming consistency with, you know, consistent within your identity, and then you know once you then become that person, and that person is who you are, or that unit is who we are. Then that's that's when you really start to see teams score a lot of points and take off well i know that in idaho's first two games they led 10 nothing at halftime in both games over washington state and indiana and my partner last week jim wall that i've ever the second quarter ain't going to be leading for 10 to nothing in this half <laughs> started laughing. so um it was a really good and you know what i kind of like to it kind of gets overlooked but they had a couple drives and the defense bent but didn't break. I know the one right before the half, they were driving the ball downfield, but defense jumped up and forced a field goal attempt, which they converted. But again, didn't give up the seven, only gave up the three. And I think Idaho's a pretty good offensive football team. I, I like a lot of their talent. Yeah, they've, they've got incredible skill. Um, you know, really perimeter receivers that can run. Um, and then they've got guys in the slot that can make you miss. And, you know, so against against a team like that it's hard to limit explosive plays just because you can be in great position and they can just make you miss yep. and, and i think that's that was the majority of you know the explosive plays that we gave up that was the majority of the reason where hey we're in we're in a decent position but um we just weren't used to the the athleticism and the speed that they had but yeah i thought that that was another good another bright point um in the game in my opinion was you know, we, we turn the ball over. They've got the ball with about two minutes, a little over two minutes to go on, and right around the 35 or so, and boom, big explosive play to get down there. And it's like, man, if we can just hold them to a field goal, keep it to a six-point game, um, we can go into halftime only down six. Shoot, man, we're, we're, we're doing all right. And that's what that's exactly what happened. You know, they had, a, they had the ball in the 10. They got all the way down to 10. And um, I thought um, Ryan Crisseri uh, did a heck of a job uh, we were in a coverage where he's he's kind of the guy that he's kind of the, the spot that you can attack because he's by himself and for him to be able to carry that route all the way back in the end zone and and basically use the back of the end zone as another defender uh to force an incompletion that was that was great man it was great great play by a veteran guy who's who's been there done that once again you're listening to a drake football podcast powered by learfield one of our sponsors of course is authentic brand and do want to let you know that you've heard me talk about Authentic Brand's premium Bulldog apparel. But did you know that Authentic Brand manufactures a full suite of made-to-order company merch and accessories with infinite colors and decoration options and detailed trims that make your branding pop? Bring your vision to life with one of their authorized project partners by visiting authentic-brand.com project. Again, that's authentic-brand.com slash slash project. And thanks again to Authentic Brand for their help with the podcast. What do you say, time to get to the players? Yeah, that's the best part, right? I think so. Yeah. And a lot of our listeners think so as well. Yeah, so, no But uh, tonight we have 
Brandon Langdock, again a junior from St. Michael, Minnesota, and Trey Radica, a junior from Austin, Texas. And let's see, Trey's got the mic first. Trey, what's it like having a twin brother? It's uh, it's special. It's a pretty unique experience. Um, don't know too many twins, and uh, it's like having a best friend there all the time. I, I come from a big family, so we've always shared a room, and we shared bunk beds in high school, and uh, always a guy that I can just rely on and uh, always there for me, and I like to do the same for him, so it's pretty special. Your brother is Tyler, who plays safety. Um, who's older? I'm older. By how much? You know, we get asked that a lot, and... I don't know the exact number, so I usually just say a few minutes. Okay. Uh, All right. I was going to say 10, 10 minutes yeah, probably. Let's go with that. All right. Good enough. And Brandon, um, you come from St. Michael, Minnesota. Um, how'd you get to Drake? Um, you know, oh, you're fine. I got to get used to the mic here. Um, I came here actually in high school. Um, I was running club track at the time, and we were running at the stadium on the uh, on the blue track. And um, before that, I mean, that was like two or three years before I even knew that I was going to play football in college or come back here to Des Moines for four more years. Um, but I mean, I took I went to the senior camp um, going into my senior year. Uh, and that just really stuck out to me. I could tell that it was just a little bit different here. Um, the structure of the camp and the way that you everybody uh, had that energy around them was a little bit different. Um, Who was and, your recruiter? Uh, Coach Warrett. Okay. Yep. And my my mentor was Andrew Caston, oh, yeah. who was a uh, senior receiver. And I took my official visit with him. Um, him and those, that group of guys in that class were uh, also a big part in, in why I came here. All right. Trey, you come from Austin, Texas. That's a, you don't exactly walk up from Austin, Texas. No. Um, how'd you get to Drake? You know, um, got offered spring of my junior year of high school and um, talked to Coach Smith a lot. He's awesome. He's a dog. Um, that's my guy. And we took a visit at the end of January, our official visits, and uh, Mike Marquette was my host. Scott West, who's not here anymore, but was Tyler's host. He's an awesome guy. Hung out with Joey Lucrich, Nick Cagnetto um, in the house together, and just an awesome group of dudes. Felt so much love um, from those guys, and they welcomed us in, and they're still easily my best friends here today. Um, but yeah, just really good guys, a lot of love. Guys reminded me a lot of my friends back home and felt like a, a safe place, a great place, and I can still say that today. So it's been awesome. My next question for both you guys involves football. You guys play football, but yet you did multiple sports, right? Because I know you and your brother were tremendous baseball players down in Texas. Talk about the other sports you played and why you chose football. Yeah, um, played baseball, obviously, since I started t-ball probably four or five years old played baseball longer than i played football and um i loved it it was so much fun and uh, yeah um growing up you know football and baseball it was kind of hard to 
differ between the two. Um, spent half the year with football, half the year with baseball. Um, but I don't know, something with the environment with football, obviously playing in Texas at a high level. And um, there was just so much hype around that sport. Chance to be physical, um, play faster, big moments. Um, I don't know. It's kind of just where my heart went. Baseball is obviously a ton of fun, too. Um, but they're just kind of different sports. Um, football's high intensity, going all the time. And baseball's a little more laid back. You know, you get a ground ball every now and then. You get in that bat every now and then. But I just kind of wanted that high intensity, fast play. And, um, yeah, went with football. Brandon, you, you've mentioned track already. Football, was, were there other sports you played? Yep. So I played uh, basketball until these, my sophomore year of high school. Um, ended up quitting basketball to focus on track and football um those two seasons just kind of meshed together in a perfect way because i would get i enjoyed track like i i genuinely like liked running track but it was also like a conditioning kind of thing going into fall and doing summer track like club track going from the spring season with high school into summer track all the way until about the start of august which is when we would pick up camp and get into football um that was probably a a big reason for like my like play style with just getting out and running getting after it um and i definitely noticed like a difference in my explosiveness um going into my junior year after that sophomore summer of running that club track season. Um, yeah, that was just crazy. Um, just surprising myself with with my speed and um, just, you know, how much of a difference it made. Um, but I picked up football, I think, more than anything else just because I started playing tackle football second grade. Um, Whoa. Yeah, it was, it was pretty early. I don't know. I, it seemed early. I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, always met my best friends there, you know, to this day growing up. Um, my my friends that I talked to back home were, were football buddies. And, um, yeah, I mean, just relationships that last a lifetime. So. Once again, we're at Lucky Horse Beer and Burgers Tuesday nights. Uh, kickoff around 6.45, 7 o'clock. Players are enjoying cheeseburgers tonight. They have a student special. Uh, cheeseburger fries and a drink, I think, for $6, which is a heck of a deal. How's the food? Phenomenal. There you go. Not so, our first time here. Exactly. <laughs> We've done this a few times. It's good stuff. All right. So there's the endorsement for Lucky Horse Beer and Burgers. But you're more than welcome to come and join us. I see a bunch of guys up at the table to the left. Yeah. Even our quarterback managed to show up. Yeah. So supporting his wide receivers of course but yeah coach go ahead take it away um you know i think uh to comment on them playing other sports i just uh my, my daughters play multiple sports and and it's just it, it feels like the world is turning to specialization and like i don't know uh how many parents will listen to this to have young kids but i really recommend to not specialize I'm i mean with you, 100%. you know like Football is kind of the last of the of the sports that is really truly a season, but it feels like now there's seven on sevens and there's different things down south. And 
I mean, you know, how much track has helped out Brandon, you know, to be able to, you know, separate at the top of a route or to be able to, to accelerate to get to a ball. And then, you know, it, Trey, Trey makes me want to recruit more baseball guys, you know, because of, of just, I mean, there's so many parallels with baseball to football and people think like what do you mean like there's no contact in baseball but just the hand-eye coordination the depth perception to be able to track a ball to be able to see a ball hit off a bat and know where it's going i mean that's everything a receiver needs and more you know and so uh you know just yeah i think that that's just a tribute to the success that they've had and how they've gotten this point is They've played more than one sport. I think it's really important. But well, if you ever need any help with that baseball argument, just give Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders a call. Okay, <laughs> it worked out okay for them. Yeah, yeah. Brian Jordan, throw him in there yeah. as well. Yeah. So I, I, I like I like to ask um, questions, um, kind of forward thinking, progressive questions. So first one is, fast forward your life uh, ten years from now. Um, where do you hope to be? So like, where are you living? What's your job? Are you married yet? Um, what kind of family? I mean, you, do you want a ton of kids, no kids? Like, just kind of like rub the crystal ball. And then again, what we sell at Drake is that we want to try to make that dream into a reality you know, with what we put you through here. So where do you see it? What do you, what's the dream? Yeah. Um, well, Trey, when you get married, I got a pretty good idea who your best man's going to be. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like I said earlier, I come from a big family. Um, I'm a huge family guy. And uh, down the road, you know, want to have a wife, big family. Um, it's fun. It gets crazy in our house, especially when we were younger. <laughs> but uh, it's a lot of fun. So I'd like to go probably back to the south. I think uh, I lived, I'm originally from Seattle. Spent my time up there. Um, don't know if I want to go back there. I do like the Midwest, but I think I think my heart's in the South for sure. So, um, big family would love to be in the South. Um, dream job is to be in the CIA. That's uh, that's always kind of been a a big goal of mine. So, not really sure how I'm gonna approach that, but uh, that's the goal for me. So, it's our first CIA reference. Yeah, we got. I tell you, there's a few. Um, alumni that, that might be able to help you out with that so that's uh it's good to know um for me i don't know as far as where i'm gonna live uh 10 15 years from now i'm not so sure um i think i've had enough snow for a, <laughs> while a boy had a boy minnesota um part of me wants to go um south uh but i kind of want some seasons at the same time so somewhere right in the middle, maybe somewhere east coast, if I can find a good spot. I kind of want to explore a little bit too, um, not not settling down like too early for like as far as like having kids and stuff like that. Uh, kind of want to go out and see different different areas of the world a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, definitely in the future though. Definitely want to be married. Um, I think. Kids, mm, I don't know. I think four. I think like four kids would be. Oh, whoa! I don't, know. I don't know. I got two, and that's plenty. I was thinking three, but like you gotta have like even numbers. So they got 
little buddy system. Um, and then dream job. I think I would love to be on like a marketing team for a like professional um, sports franchise, um, whether it's NBA or NFL. I think it'd be super fun to be on a marketing team for any of those any of those teams in those leagues so well alex rogers is working with the phoenix suns right now so he seems to love it so talk to him about that because i think yeah. that's a pretty good deal All go right. ahead coach i know you got one more yeah the the other one so you guys are kind of veterans now it feels kind of weird doesn't it you know way too fast i mean it's like third season already it's kind of crazy yeah. um but if you if you could if you had a time machine and could go back to your freshman self, your very first day on campus, like what would you tell that? What would you tell your freshman self? I would say uh, get out of the dorms a little more. We had a <laughs> we had our we had our COVID year and all Zoom classes and got a little lazy. Had some bad habits. Uh, took a little more sleeping time than uh, I do now, um, but. Spent a little more time in the dorm than I wanted to. Um, obviously, we were restricted a little bit, and we were trying our best to follow with the protocols, but just get out, explore, and live in the moment. Um, that doesn't mean I don't have great memories. Obviously, it's been a phenomenal experience, um, but I'd go with that. Yeah. And then for me, oh, that's tough. Just as like a in a like a broad term for like college wise. I don't know. Just like you know, like what do you know now that you wish you would have known then? And so I don't know. Just something, you know, something that like yeah. a piece of advice that you might yeah, want to give yourself. Um, I would definitely say it's it was a little different with like COVID. Yeah. Um, but just learn how to pay attention in every class. I mean no matter if you want to be in that class or if you have to be in that class for like majors and requirements um and learning how to like take good notes not just copying you know whatever the teacher has up on the slide which might be like 30 50 words and you just spend your whole time writing it and not actually even listening or retaining anything um that's definitely something that i've had to like adjust to and work on is like learning how to like decipher what's important and like how to take better notes so good answer intellectuals over here exactly all right you ready for the fun questions now let's do it chuck all right trey here we go buddy and again we're joined by trey radica and brandon langdock my favorite place to have played a football game so far was i would say last week in idaho I, um, I've never been to Idaho. Um, I got my first start, which was such an awesome experience. And I wasn't sure what to really expect of the dome that they had, but it was so cool. The sound carried like crazy. Um, felt like there were 50,000 people there. And uh, my mom was there, aunt, grandma. Um, my aunt, that was her first game. It was my grandma's second game. And it was the first time for all of them to see me and Tyler kind of get significant playing time and kind of going back and looking at some of the videos I could see them going crazy in the background for us and I texted them right after the game and I said my heart is so full because um, 
yeah, for them to have that experience and for us to share that with them. And I know they've been waiting on that a long time and it was just special. It was awesome. It was a really good trip. Obviously, we didn't get the win, but memories wise, um, it was special. So, Well, I do want to compliment you because you had two catches in the game and I can't decide which one was better because they were both unbelievable catches. That first one spinning backwards on the sideline then the second one was one-handed and you went 78 yards down to the three-yard line i mean two super plays and congratulations Thanks, thank you a great job all right brandon your favorite place to have played a football game so far um it would have to be montana state last year that was pretty sweet um, all the like away games or the uh, like non-conference games that we have are like super fun. Um, just like the environment there when they normally have like their gold rush game going or their like season opener, um, ring ceremonies, whatever it is. Like that crowd is like there and they don't like us and they're shouting at you and uh, it's just like electric as soon as you step in there. Um, it's, it's just really fun. I like that atmosphere. All right, keep the mic, because here's the next question. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. Um, it'd probably be to fly. Oh, yeah. That's mine. Uh, I think it'd be cool to fly. I'm gonna go with super speed, so I don't get oh, tackled. Flash. On the, so I don't get tackled on the three-yard line. <laughs> uh, well, actually, you dragged him about 17 yards. Yeah. But. Well, the three is better than the 20, but um, let's go with super speed. All right, you get this one next, Trey. Which team in the PFL do you dislike the most? Valparaiso. That's a standard vote. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I, I'm hoping that one of these days we'll have it all of them, but yeah, we always pick one. I think uh, I think Valparaiso's got a pretty good chunk of, I would say, the team's vote. <laughs> um, yeah, I won't say anything more, but that's fine. Yeah, hand it to Brandon. Let's move on, Brandon. And I will follow along with that with Valpo as well. Wow. Yeah, not a fan. I, I'm looking more and more towards the Valparaiso game. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a dinger. That's a good one. All right, Brandon, if you were not at Drake playing football right now, where would you be? Um, I don't know. I'd probably, I probably would have ended up just back home at, um, at the U of M with a lot of my, I guess, ended up with my high school friends. Um, that was also another reason why, I mean, I came here, uh, I mean, the whole entire graduating class from my school went to, I mean, the U of M, um, St. Thomas, NDSU, all those schools. Um, and I just kind of wanted to get get away a little bit and, uh, and you know, find some new friends and spread my wings a little bit. So Same here. Cool. I'm going to go with, uh, I'd, I'd say I'd probably be at Texas A&M. I have... Uh, one brother there currently and one that graduated and a good amount of my high school went there and college station's a cool place but um nothing better than des moines so. i thought you might yeah, say a boy i thought you might say playing double a baseball for the texas rangers yeah I, 
Yeah, would have gotten drafted out of high school for sure. <laughs> All right. For my final meal, I would select a Chipotle burrito. Nice. Simple. <laughs> yeah. That's just the, honestly the first thing that came to my mind. That uh, can't go wrong with a Chipotle burrito. Guac, sour cream. I'm a big salsa. sour cream guy. Big. Not so much on the guac. That's like an every other time thing. But I like it heavy on the sour cream. Like my salsa. I, yeah. All right. Let's go with that. Brandon's going to say fish. He's from Minnesota. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, mine would have to be um, a Jack's pizza, two plates of spaghetti, my like my mom's homemade spaghetti, and half a glass of Diet Coke. Because that was my pregame pregame meal for every every game and every track meet the night before I would, I would have that Jack's pizza Jack's have you ever had Jack's pizza yeah oh it's yeah. great it's yeah. good it's good yeah, I, I like that I like that can't go wrong right. with square yeah all right Brandon the nerdiest thing about me is I'm sorry what the nerdiest thing about me is oh, the dirtiest no nerdiest. no nerdiest jeez <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Nerdiest thing about me. Co-host Ian Corwin uh, back there. Oh. I get you on. Um, I guess I I love like Disney movies. I don't know why. Yeah, like, Frozen. Kid, like kids movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll I'll sit down and, like watch a few of those on like. There's some Disney ones that I will on. sit and watch with my girls for yeah. sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Pixar would be different, like, you know, what, what is it, the, some of those, Lightning McQueen. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, those are, I, I don't mind those, but I don't know if I'm sitting down watching Frozen. I'm, I'm watching Frozen. It's a heck of a movie. I'm watching uh, Lion King. Uh, that's an old one, but that's a goodie. That's a classic, Coach. Yeah. Um, I would say the nerdiest thing about me is that, and my, uh, my roommate Jacob Macaulay made fun of me for this, but... I read a lot of Stephen King. I uh, I picked up on that in high school. And what's your favorite yeah. book? The Shining. Oh yeah, creepy. Such a good book. <laughs> <laughs> there he is in the back calling yeah. me a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's definitely my nerdiest thing. All right. Final question for me is: If I could meet any athlete, dead or alive, who would it be? Ooh. That's a tough one. Let's, um, mm, mm, mm. let's go with Michael Jordan. I, uh, good answer. Yeah. I'm not a crazy NBA fan, but watching videos and seeing some of the documentary, he definitely has that dog in him. Ooh. Like the way he holds people accountable. He's, he would definitely be a person, um, to learn from. Yeah. Michael Jordan. For me, uh, I'm gonna go with Tyreek Hill. There's some, he's, I mean, he's someone that like I've always like looked up to as like a player, like play style wise, and he just got, you know, he's got the swag. I don't know, he just walks like you can tell like he's confident, and I like that. All right, coach, you got any last questions for him? Um, I can't remember if it's uh, Trey's brother, but uh, you guys do some pretty good impersonations. That would that would be Tyler. We, yeah, 
Yeah. We call him Tiger the Impressionist. Oh, okay. I was kind of hoping that um, you could give us a good uh, Coach Gabe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Two words. Not bad. Good yeah, short. There you, you go. That's all you need. Turn me up. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about this week's opponent. Coach, take on the Red Foxes from Marist. They are 0-2 to start the season. They've already had a bye week. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but they opened the season losing to Georgetown 43-12 to at home, had a bye week, and then lost last week to Columbia from the Ivy League 38-3. to um, Struggled a little bit out of the gate, and now they go on their first road trip. Supposed to be a beautiful day Saturday. It was 77 and sunny. Should be a great day. We said we said that now the first time. If you go back to when we talked about uh, our home opener, we were like, "Oh, it's supposed to be a beautiful day." I've forgotten so all about that, Coach. I, I, I hope I hope we didn't just jinx it. But, but yeah, your thoughts on the Red Foxes? Um, you know, it's it's what I am used to when I watch them. You know, so been here, you know, coaching Drake since 2014 and it always feels like they carry the same team so it's a team that number one i think always plays really hard mm -hmm. so whether you play them out there in new york or whether you play them at home um they come ready to play uh, i think they're well coached as well i think they do a phenomenal job really in all three phases uh i think uh, you know watching them uh you know on tape they've got some new faces on offense and and that's probably why they've struggled a little bit. You know, they've got a new QB, they've got some new receivers, um, they've got some new linemen, and so um, you know they just they just look young. And so uh, you know, I think you know going against a team like Columbia, Columbia is one of the better teams in the Ivy League. Uh, Georgetown's a great program. Um, both of them play really good defense. Uh, you know, so I think that's that that has something to attribute to the the lack of production on on their side of the ball do i think they've got some talent on that side of the ball absolutely i think the running backs are really good i think they run hard they're downhill they're not afraid of contact but at the same time um they will make you miss uh when you think that they're going to try to run you over so i think they've, they've got some skill the qb at times you know throw some lasers and then it's like wow you know down the field to the wide side of the field on the money um, they've got some receivers that make some circus catches um, you know you know similar to, to the one that trey made last week just on the sidelines going up high pointed tearing out of the air so um you know offensively they just, they just haven't put it together yet and um you know i think defensively you know we know that and so that'll be the key is not to give them any kind of confidence you know you know to to play our style of defense to keep everybody in front to run the ball um, you know, to defend every blade of grass. That's that's what we've done here for um, forever. It feels like even before I got here, we played great defense, and, I, and that's going to continue to to do so. Now, um, their defensive side of the ball, a little different story. They've got some veterans back there. You know, they've got some guys that um, are familiar faces. Uh, you know, familiar body types, familiar playmakers. They shut us out last year. Um, they shut us out there. Now, um, you know, again, part of that is is us but part of that's them you know mm -hmm. they do a good job on defense they play that stack uh alignment which we don't see a ton um you know and, and even when we we uh really study it and and get our scout teams and our practice squads uh dialed in to run it it's still still hard to mimic um you know so there's gonna be um you know we're gonna have to adjust to some things in game to to have some success but um yeah i mean they've got you know, they're three down linemen. They've got uh, some good size that can two-gap some people, which, which is always an issue. Um, I think they're second level. So whether it's the three linebackers, their nickel, um, you know, even their weak safety that they, they bring down the box from time to time, like 
all those guys can run and cover ground. And then I think they've got good cover guys on the perimeter. I think their corners um, do a nice job of, you know, giving you something, knowing what they're giving you, and then being able to anticipate and take that away. And I think they do a, a really nice job of, you know, playing their technique. And then the middle safety, I think, uh, again, does a, does a really good job of playing both the deep part of the field and coming up and, and, and playing the run. He does both uh, extremely well. So, um, you know, I, I like what I see uh, out of them on both sides, and it's, it's going to be a hell of a ball game. I'm looking forward to it. All right, I'm going to throw you a curveball here because I usually ask you, well, what would you like to see out of Drake? But I'm going to ask the players first. Yeah, it's great. What do you guys want to see on Saturday? I want to see a lot of fight in these guys. I think um, sometimes we, sometimes our body language can be a little bit down, and I think we just need to fight, have each other's backs, trust each other, um, know that the guy next to you is going to do their job, and I think if we just fight, we battle, we claw, everyone can do their jobs. You know, I think in the receiver room we're going to get open. I think up front we're going to crush them, and I think we're, I think we're going to have a good day. So that's what I expect. Yeah, a lot of the same um, for me. Um, I just want to see us, you know, turn it loose and just play. Um, you know, we we uh, we've talked about it as a, as a receiver group, but also just as a offense as a whole. Um, we there's like. There was times, you know, um, in the, the first um, three preseason games uh, that we showed, like, that we can play. And um, we just got to find a way to keep that, that pedal down and play how we know we can play and never, you know, let up or let um, discouraging thoughts get to us. Um, and then just having the confidence in ourselves and in our buddies that that we got what it takes and we just got to do and do what we know what to do and play how we play could you do me a favor both of you tell everybody have some fun i mean the first half at idaho i thought the team had more fun they had had third quarter at north dakota state i thought they had a lot of fun it looked like they were really enjoying jumping up and down having fun i didn't see a whole lot of fun in game two and i thought that first half you guys played as joyfully as I've seen in a long time. And I think that's just something you have to do. It's football, and it's hard, I know, but you got to have fun playing it. And I just want to see the team have more fun. I want, I want to see more guys jumping up and down and celebrating and patting each other on the back and, you know, helping out the guy next to you, doing, knowing he's going to do his job, all that, that. That all factors in, but have fun. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah, I mean... You know, they, they, they kind of hit it on the head for, for me. You know, I, beyond, you know, the hidden yardage and special teams, you know, I think that's – I'd love to see us whoop their tails in special teams. I think that's – we haven't done that yet in any of our games. We've lost the hidden yardage battle in all of them. We've lost the turnovers. We've lost the big plays. So, um, you know, to me, I, I want to see our special teams have a day, um, and they're capable of it. It's just a, it's just a matter of, again – what, when's it going to happen, you know, and, and I want to see us, you know, let's see us take care of the football. You know I mean? We haven't done a really great job. I know the second game, the rain had a lot to do with it and the wet ball had a lot to do with it, but, um, you know, just, uh, we've had, we've had a couple sack fumble touchdowns in these first couple games, you know, we've thrown a couple picks, um, you know, the protection's broken down. I mean, you know, we, so, 
I want to see us take care of it. I want to see us play a clean game that way. Um, you know, obviously, I want to see us force a ton of turnovers, but we have the ability to hit some explosive plays. And I think that doing that will then create the fun. Um, you know, the sidelines after after Trey's two catches. I mean, sheesh, it was like it was like a, a club. I mean, all we needed was strobe lights and and and. Uh, music and i mean guys were dancing having a good time smiling from ear to ear like that is that's how the fun's gonna happen on that side of the ball mm -hmm. and and again like it's there i mean it's so there i mean you, you you turn on the tape if you know football and you watch the coach's copy of whether it's the north dakota state game missouri st game or or even this last game against idaho and you're like man you know Boy, he's an ankle tackle away from busting that thing for about a 20-yard gain. And that was against the Bison, the defending national yeah. champs. And then, you know, you, you just see, you know, guys running open or you see, uh, you know, man, if we can just hold on for protection just one count longer or, man, if the QB can step up in the pocket and, and, and avoid that rush and keep, keep you know, keep in position to, to rip a throw down the field. Like, it is so close where there could be multiple explosive plays throughout the game and, and again anybody that knows football becomes real easy to score when you're hitting passes for over 16 yards and you're hitting runs for over 12 i mean our two drives i mean two explosive pass plays of that guy over there mm -hmm. 14 points later there you are and so i want to see that you know because again you know I don't want to take anything away from, from their defense. I think they do a great job, and, and it's going to be tough to get those explosive plays, but we have the ability to hit them in the run game and in the pass game, and so it's just a matter of us executing. And again, that's gonna, that then is going to turn the attitude to where we need it to be, and that is playing loose, playing free, having fun. And, and again, is it going to be perfect? No. Football is probably... The, the one sport where it's impossible to be perfect. You can't be. I mean, it's just 11 guys doing the right thing at the right time for 60 minutes. Yeah. So, so against 11 guys who were trying to, trying to, yeah, to, to blow it up. Not letting you do it? So, you know, to be perfect is an unrealistic, it's unattainable goal, but it doesn't mean that you don't try. And when things don't go well, it, it, like I think it's what Brandon said, you can't let it affect um, your mood. You know, it's like, shoot. You know, that's, that, that is the neat thing about football is, you know, 40, 40 seconds later, you're running out of play. Here we go again. So, so you know, it's, it, you you don't have the time to be down to to feel sorry for yourself. You know, it's you got to snap out of it, and you gotta and you gotta you gotta dig in and grit your teeth and and do your best again. And, that, and that's really all. That, that's all we ask. You know, and that's to me. I mean, that's all I've ever asked in the twenty some years I've coached. Is man, okay, if you can just give me your best, you know, give me your best consistently. Um, I'm, I'm never, I'm never gonna, never gonna fault you, never gonna down you. I'm, I'm always gonna, gonna love you because that's all you can do. That's all you can control, man. Control your effort level. Control being there, being on time, being where you should be. You know, making those plays that are automatic. Like you can do that. Um, that's all I ask. And so again, if something doesn't go well, like I can't let that affect the next play. And and I, I think once we get to that point where. You know, yeah, shoot, man, I missed that block. Dang it, that's on me. I'll be different next time, as opposed to oh, my bad. I'm not good enough. You know, you know we got we got to make that transition, and, and we're close. We're really close. All right, we're gonna wrap things up from Lucky Horse Beer and Burgers, the Drake Football Podcast, powered by Learfield, the conference opener.
Saturday, 1 o'clock. Pre-game show on the radio starts at 12.30. Game will be on ESPN3, I believe, yeah. this weekend. Uh, the Maris game is ESPN3. 1 o'clock kickoff. Hope you can make it out to the stadium. They're honoring the... Boy, it's a great, It's going to be a great weekend. So um, so here's here's what we got going. It's it's a phenomenal deal. So the 1972 team played the Pioneer Bowl, one of the Missouri Valley Conference. Um, so they're coming back for their reunion. Actually, there's a slew of them. Morris Watts was one of the coaches. He's going to be there. Um, they're gonna they're gonna get together at Waveland Golf Course uh, on Friday nights. They're all coming in at night early. Um, I'm gonna stop by, not for long, because I'm feeling you know it feels like any that's time. The, that's the plan, at least. It, it feels like any time. Uh, I'm I'm like that too. When I when I get together with my with my college buddies, it it, it turns it like all of a sudden time gets rewound and you know it's just it's just fun. It's lots of laughing, lots of stories, and so I'm sure they'll be there a while. But then. Um, but then on Saturday, we've got, uh, so we're going to honor the 72 team, the 81 team, which was our last Missouri Valley Conference team. That might have been one of the best teams we've ever had because they were 10-1 and and beat a couple of really good schools. And then um, and then our uh, 2012 team, you know, that was our last Pioneer uh, Championship 10 years ago, too long. And so we'll all be there. They'll be honored at, at, uh, at um, I think, in between the first and second quarter. And then post-game, um, you know, because it's our homecoming game, um, you know, all the, you know, a lot of, we're going to have a lot of alumni back uh, watching the game. And then, um, you know, we've got some food trucks. They're going to still, uh, you know, sell, sell some food and beverages post-game in the tailgate lot. So, um, you know, it, it should be a lot of fun after the game, too. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm planning on celebrating a win with them all, and uh, it, it should be a, a ton of fun. And, um, you know, if you've been around the Drake football program and, and you've gotten to know um, not only our current players but the guys that have played here, it's such a great group. I mean, such good people. Um, so successful. I mean, you know, CIA marketing in a in a professional league. Like, we got guys doing that that, that play yeah. here. And so it's just, you know, you know, beyond that though. But I mean, everybody just you think about Iowa nice and down to earth and just so much fun to talk to. Like our alumni are that, and so they'll all be back uh, for homecoming. I'm I'm really looking forward to to seeing a bunch of them there's a few that'll come even a little bit early and uh it just be it's just I, I always enjoy hanging out with them so whether it's post game um whether it's uh, you know we do a golf outing out in chicago in, in june um we do one the day before our uh, our spring game here in april out at waveland and uh you know we always have you know, des moines area alums come to that and then we have you know, obviously chicago guys uh, come to that and yeah it's just uh that that yeah, you know, everybody asks me what's the best part about Drake football, and it's like, it's it's the people that come and are a part of it. So, you know, the players that we recruit, the families that they bring with them, um, you know, obviously the coaching staff, the support staff, the administration, you know, they're, they're a part of our organization. But then, you know, when it churns you up and chews you up while you're here, it spits you out the end with that degree. Like the people that were involved with our program in the past, you know, and again, that's former players former coaches former sids i mean like it's it's great i mean everybody that i've met that has been associated with our program man it's just they're great they're great people and so it's just yeah it's it's, uh it's definitely uh definitely grateful to be a part of a place like this so the 72 pioneer bowl team the 81 team which by the way was my freshman year here at drake and then the 2012 team which by the way was my first year as play-by-play oh there you go so 
you just ruined my whole weekend, Coach. I'm now not sleeping. <laughs> but, but one more thing I forgot about this is so um, uh, there's a there's an organization um, that uh, the FCA, the Playoff Foundation, um, College Football Playoff Foundation, uh, supports, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and support it and do some things uh, on social media for it. It's the, it's called the Extra Yard for Teachers, and so it's it's a way to honor um, educators, and, and so for me. Uh, kind of close to my heart because both my mom and dad were were teachers my dad was a health teacher and a high school football coach for 35 years and my mom was a kindergarten teacher and then my in-laws you know my my mother-in-law was a science teacher my father-in-law was a wood shop teacher and then ended up being a principal um you know my younger brother is a is a health teacher and a high school track coach and a football coach and so um and part-time recruiter and part yeah Doe, yeah, <laughs> Doe Boylan is here because of him and um you know, just, uh, you know, what we did at practice today is uh, a lot of the guys that are coming out of the tunnel. Uh, you know, they, they told Carson, our, our uh, creative design guy um, and video producer, like, who, who, who's your favorite teacher? And so, um, you know, we videoed everybody. We'll, we'll put that together, uh, send it out on social media, um, you know, maybe get it up on the video board during the game. But uh, Extra Yard for Teachers, great, great organization um, that, you know, kicks money to, to – to schools that need it and teachers that need it because it's very similar um growing up i mean you know it's like my parents they constantly were buying things for their classroom because it, what the schools weren't giving it to them is it, but they needed it and so you know they, they they got it out of their own pockets and and so I, I think a lot of places are like that where um you know shoot you know our, our daughters uh you know their their, their pe teacher mr hazel um you know he he takes him to softball practice every every afternoon, you know, and you know, he didn't have to do that, but I'm sure that he's probably got snacks in the car for him and, you know, gas to get him there. I mean, just great guy, and, and, and their whole school is like that. So it's it's great organization. Um, we'll be wearing these uh, green patches on our sleeve uh, to support it as well. So um, pretty awesome deal. And my wife is a teacher. <laughs> there, yeah, there, there you go. go. I got the whole thing covered this weekend. Yeah. I'm good to go. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Big win, big weekend uh, coming up Saturday. Drake Stadium, Johnny Brightfield, 1 o'clock kickoff. Drake versus the Marist Red Foxes. Hope you can make it again. Radio will hit the airwaves 1230 with the pregame show. And then uh, 1 o'clock kick, Drake and Marist. Hope you can make it out. All right, for our players tonight, Brandon Langdock from St. Michael, Minnesota, number 83. And Trey Radica, a junior from Austin, Texas, number 84. And head coach Todd Stepsis, this is Chuck Reed saying thank you very much for tuning in to this week's podcast. Hope you can join us again next week. Come on down to the Lucky Horse Beer and Burgers. Join us in person if you can. Tuesday nights, 645 to 7 is when we start things off. But thanks again for listening. Have yourselves a great week. And as always, go Bulldogs. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.